to the school of the spirit don't you know in his hands is the gift of eternal life good a little year high a little dear to the day it is gone is that what's in us
sound unto him right now. Worship him in the spirit. Sing it down.
Thessalonians. First Thessalonians chapter 1. I read verse 5. Are you there? 
3, 2, 1. Together. For our gospel came not unto you in what? Word only. But also in what? Power. And in the what? In the Holy Ghost. And in much what? Assurance. As you know what manner of men we were among you. For your what? Sake. Hallelujah. 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 Can we shout glory? Let's go to Romans chapter 1 verse 16 quickly. Romans chapter 1 verse 16 say what? For I am not ashamed of what? The gospel of Christ. For it is the what? The power of God unto salvation to everyone that what? The Jew force and also what? To the Greek. Hallelujah. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Hallelujah. So what do we mean by the word gospel? The word gospel there means good news. That means the message of Christ is what? Good news. The message of Christ is what? Everybody? Good news. When you tell somebody about Jesus, you are sharing the good news of Christ. Right? So he said, I'm not ashamed of that good news. Now, he now said that good news. He said that good news is the power of God unto salvation. That good news is the what? Everybody, power of God unto salvation. Say power. Say power. Say good news. Now, let's check something. Romans 1.16, still the same verse. Let's read it one more time. Good. Thank you. Now, let's go to the uh, the message version. Does anybody have a message version? Do you have a message version there? I doubt. Eh? All right, check. But if you don't, the message version said, it's news I'm most proud to put in this extraordinary message of God's powerful plan to rescue everyone who trusts him, starting with you and then right to everyone else. He said, God's way of putting people right shows up in the act of faith, confirming what scripture has said all along. The person in right standing before God by trusting him really lives. Hallelujah. 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 Let's read Romans chapter 1 verse 16 again, the one on the board. Want to go. I am not ashamed. Okay, I've left here. Okay, do you want us to read here? Okay, he said, it's news. I'm most proud to proclaim this extraordinary message of God's powerful plan to rescue everyone who would trust him. Who would? That means the concept behind the good news is to rescue everyone who trusts God. That means by preaching, what you are doing is that you are extending salvation to every man. And what is salvation? What is salvation? Now, Salvation can be viewed from different perspectives, but we are still going to go into it in-depthly because this is a Wednesday meeting, so I might, be have, I might have to teach in-depthly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The word salvation here, if you look at the Greek context, it means soteria. What I call it? And it means to physically, to rescue physically or morally, to deliver. Another one says to give health. That's the word salvation there. To rescue what? Physically. Second one, morally. To deliver and to give what? Health. Health. So when Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God. The word power there is from the word dunamis. What do I call power? Dunamis. Are we together? Is somebody with us? It's dunamis. And dunamis means a force, an ability, abundance, might. Ability, ability, abundance, might. Miraculous power. That's the Greek word for it. Dunamis. Dynamo the word dynamo. And dynamo is the word used for bomb from the word dynamite. That's where they cut the word dynamite from. Did you understand? It's called dynamo. Dynamite. Bomb. So that explosion. Bah, 
Some of you have seen it in movies when they throw bombs. I remember growing up, we have different names for bombs. There's one we call Akara. How many of you know Akara bomb? Good. The real name is not Akara, but we call it Akara. Why? I don't know. If you watch ancient Indian movies, like when we used to watch Indian movies, I know some of you will, have not started watching Indian movies yet. I think that should be around, don't let me mention the years, but I remember then, the days of going to people's window and to open their movies. The kind of Indian movies that was raining there, we had one called Tumfan, Ashara, and Jay. Haya, Haya, Tufan. Thank you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Then we'll go. I remember then we used to go and pick up people's window. We'll open the hotel, then please okay, open the curtain for us. So there's always one boy inside. There's always one boy inside. And there's always one antichrist inside too. That always come to cover the curtain. <laughs> So we'll be picking. I remember then through people's window, we're watching. Aya, Aya, so far. Are you with me? I still remember one of the songs. I think that song, the person that even made me remember his bro song, we used to sing it there. Don't mind me. I mean, you're Indian. I just remember the song. You're <laughs> Agubare, Dumbiri, Umare, Dumbiri, Gubare, Dumbiri, Asha Montan, so don't worry. Don't mind me. So we watch movies very well then. But always they like using that bomb, Akara bomb, like you call it. It's not Akara bomb, bro. It's called grenade. Abi, there's one small. Immediately they throw it, cracker, they will just remove the head. Bam. But what caught my attention during those days we were in there, they would throw it. The guy would just run. It's as if the stop used to wait for them. You will be waiting. You will go and carry it. Tomele, noa, noa. That me kombe, kombe. You will just throw it here. This song will not explain here. Five hours. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That was the days where we used to. Somebody can run and a helicopter is going. We just run and jump and go the tail and shake it. The song will just explode. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Say dynamite. So the Bible is telling us that Latin that used to explain is telling us that the gospel said, uh, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power, meaning it is the dynamite of God. It's the dynamite, it's the power of God, it's the dynamis. That means it can you can deliver. It's a miracle, it's a power. Hallelujah. Can we shout glory? Now, where I'm driving at is that the gospel has the capacity to deliver. The gospel has the capacity to deliver. Remember, I told you it's a word, it's a force and ability. See, many of you don't know this. If you know this, you will preach the gospel. Sometimes there are people that all you need to do is to sow a seed of the gospel. Are you with me? Sometimes you might not have sufficient time to preach to some people. And what you will need to do is to sow what? What I call what? The seed. What is the seed? You can walk up to somebody. You can preach to somebody within one minute. Most time we feel we need enough time. No. You that you are a carrier. You must know. That's what I'm showing from the scripture. That there is a power. In First Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 5. There's something. Let's go back there. I want to show you. Paul kept on saying it. There was a place in Paul was teaching. He kept on re-emphasizing on it. That the gospel of God is the power of God unto salvation. The power of God. Are you there? Okay. He said, for our gospel came unto you. Came not unto you in what? Word only. But also in what? That means when you are speaking the word of God, you must be conscious of the power attached to it. When you are preaching, you must know that you are not just speaking words, you are speaking word power. This is what many of us are not, this is why we don't do evangelism, because we think that it must, no, it's not based on your word, it's based on the power, say the power. Sometimes you can just say two words. What matters is the power backing up that word. Are you with me? I remember I said this very well. I and somebody were in an e-tree. You, I will never forget. Somebody just woke up to me. He did not say much. He did. I can't even recollect the person's face. The person says, I want to say something. Can I minister to you? I said, go ahead. He said, God loves you. And he left. Till date, that word is talked in my head. And that was my hundred level, I remember. I was in the cafeteria. I was still eating fufu and okra soup. 
Is it cold? I still remember the setting. That was the only word the person said. That means the person released a dynamite, a dunamis through that word. So sometimes you don't need big vocabularies to preach the gospel. Just a word can transform a life. What matters is what is behind that word. The problem most time is that we are not conscious of the fact that there is a force behind our word. If you are conscious, you should be able to. Sometimes somebody can be going, you can be following them. Hello, excuse me. Just one minute. They say, okay, one minute. I'm checking this. I won't take your time. I just want to tell you this. God loves you and I don't want you to give up. God is with you and the Lord is going to strengthen you. That you are sowing a seed. Sometimes you may not have the time to bring the person to Christ. You can sow a seed. Some of those seeds, you will not see the result here. It is when you get to heaven. God will now begin to bring people whose life you are even impacted, but you never met them in person. Which state are you from? Eh? Hey, those states. Are we together? Are we together? So you will not meet them in person, but it is over there. You will now discover that those are lives you have imparted. Hallelujah. 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 That means the word of God has the capacity to transform lives. The word of God has the capacity to change people. It has the capacity to turn you into something else. Consistent listening to God's word will frame your life. It will give your life a meaning. The generation we are now is becoming powerless. It's becoming because of what? We are losing the place of what? Listening to the word of God. The Bible says the entrance of God's word give it what? Light. There is something it does to you if you always listen to the word of God. There, if you hear people that listen to the word of God, when they are sharing testimony here, you will hear, you can hear it, you will know that this person is listening to something. I remember somebody, a member of Omega Vision, went to school, was reaching me, said, sir, me, I've started Omega prayer, I've started a meeting here, Omega meeting here. And I said, ah, really? He said, yes. He said, when I got there, I could not find that thing. He said, I went to all the fellowship. He said, but there is something in Omega here that I did not find. So I had to start one. I said, no problem. He said, I could not find that atmosphere. I could not find that atmosphere. She could discern it. Why? She has stayed long. She has been endured. Hallelujah. So the more you grow, you begin to know the difference. You begin to perceive. You begin to grow. But don't forget that the gospel can change anybody. So if you are not discussing the gospel with somebody, you are depriving them of transformation. Don't forget this. You don't have to say big words. Just one word. God loves you. Just one word. Don't give up. It can be as long as it's from the mindset of the gospel. Are we together? Are we together? So the gospel is the word. What? Good news. What is the good news? The good news of our Lord Jesus Christ that he came, he died, and he resurrected. If you don't believe that, you are not born again. If you don't believe that, you are not born again. You know, sometimes what got many of us saved, I remember many years ago, what God has saved is the fear of hellfire. You remember, right? When they preached that, ah, if you are not this, you are going to hellfire. We came and we gave our life to Jesus Christ because of fear. Not because we really know what that thing is. So because of that, you will notice your life will be up and down because it's not built on the right foundation. The right foundation is Jesus Christ came, died, paid for you and I, our sins, took it upon himself and died with it. And what? He resurrected after his death and he's sitting on the right hand of God. The writer of Hebrew described, to, described him as a high priest, high priest, our high priest. Hallelujah. I believe the word of God said that Jesus died for me and resurrected for my sake. I am who the word of God calls me. I am God's righteousness. I am a child of God. Say, I am a child of God. Say, I have the power of God on my inside. Say, on my inside, I know who I am. Say, I am not deceived. Hallelujah. So the Bible is saying here that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. And I said the word salvation is what? Soteria. And I said what it means is what? Health is part of it. Deliverance is part of it. That means when the word of God comes, it delivers you. When the word of God comes, it transforms you. When the word of God comes, it changes you. The word of God has the capacity to give your life a meaning. Are we together? So somebody that can be poor by listening to messages can become what? Rich. Because when things happen, when you keep on listening to messages, one day, say one day, 
something will drop on you. Today, I noticed that we don't have the capacity to, to pick that thing. You see, listening to God's word is like when you pick an orange, you know, there are different kind of orange. There's one we call grape. There's one we call uh, kutonu orange because my mom sells orange, so I know about it very well. My mom sells orange. So there are different types. There's one, that kutonu one. You will have to heat it on the wall. Remember those one? You will heat it on the wall so that the body will become salt before you can squeeze out the water. There's one that if you are eating, it's as if you are eating rice. You know what I'm talking about, baby? So to squeeze it and the, for life to come in. The same way many of you must cultivate the habit of squeezing message. You must squeeze a message until everything flowing through you. This is what those men knew. This is what they knew many years ago. A man of God visited Kenneth India and was surprised and sought he was one book on his table. Like, ah, you know, you that moment you're like, we are friends now. You know, when you visit your friend and see your book, you're like, ah, you are friends now. That one understood that there is a dimension of God in your life. And for me to have it, I will squeeze it out from your material. Are we together? So you must listen to message to squeeze it out. I listened to Pastor Chris' message, Sons of God, for three months stretch. Three months. I remember then I used to work with these Loma people. We used to distribute bills. So I would put earpiece on my ear as I'm sharing bills. Three months, every day, Sons of God. Part one, part two, part three, part four, part five. Three good months. I listened to Soaking Song. I think for like, I can't even collect, recollect that one. Maybe well, for four months, I was listening every morning. I will play this Soaking Song. Beautiful, you're beautiful. Colors of His Covenant. That's the name. Beautiful is who you are. So when you see me operating in sound today, don't think it just came. I was endued with it some years ago. Even when I don't even knew, know what I was doing then. Are you with me? Say gospel. Say the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. Have you been blessed? Have you learned something today? So you can minister the gospel of Christ, right? So wherever you find yourself, don't forget, tell somebody about Jesus. Tell somebody about Jesus. See, I'm re-emphasizing on this because if we all begin to do this, just don't waste time. Especially nowadays, people don't have the time. So just walk up to them. And I remember I grew up with an understanding. If you want to see the power of God, minister the gospel. Anytime the name of Jesus is being exalted, the power of God is present to heal. Did you hear what I've just said now? I said the power of God is present to what? To heal anytime the name of Jesus is being what? It's being preached. It's being mentioned. Are we together? Are we together? You want to see the power of God organize crusade. In fact, crusade is the easiest. Put up crusade. You will see somebody that will be healed. Heaven and earth adore him. Angels bow before him. What a mighty God we serve. Heaven and earth adore him. Angels bow before him. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God. What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. Heaven and earth adore him. Angels bow before him. What a mighty God we serve. Tell somebody about Jesus. Don't forget. Don't forget. You see, I was trying to look at one of the reasons why that person, what that person said, stuck in my heart. I discover, I knew that the person must have spent time in prayers. First Corinthians chapter 14. Let's go there. Verse 4. Let's check scripture. First Corinthians chapter 14, verse 2. I'm always going back to the basics because I don't I, I don't assume you know it. First Corinthians 14, 2. He said, For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto what men, but unto what God. That means you can speak to God. He said, No man understand him, albeit in the spirit, he speaketh what? Mysteries. When you speak in an unknown tongue, the Bible said no man understands you. And the Bible said you are speaking to who? God. This is why we spend time praying in tongue. 
Because anytime you are speaking, the Bible says the Spirit helped us in our infirmity when we do not know what to pray for as we ought. That means there are times you want to pray for some things you don't know. You don't know the how. Because there is the how. There is the what? The how. I remember a, a certain family that shared testimony many years ago. It said they woke up one morning with an urge to pray in tongues. It was strong. So the man woke up and tapped the wife and said, Yeah, me, I'm feeling a leading to pray in the suit. The wife said, I'm tired. He said, Okay. The wife just said, Okay, yeah, let's just pray like that. So they prayed. And after they prayed until that vacuum got filled, they left. He said, Immediately they stepped out of their house. There was a big tank. You know, those big tanks, like those of you that live in some estate, this especially my estate, I don't know if it's still there. They used to have this big tank that controlled the water of the whole estate. That big tank was close to their own house. He said, That big tank fell immediately and smashed the room. They would have died that night. But because they prayed, an angel of God was released to hold it. These things we do, you don't know how powerful it is. That's why Paul was saying, my words is not with me because my words can be seasoned with power. It can. It begins from what? Steering of the anointing. Let the anointing mix with your word. I discovered that, go and check. People that pray long don't pray too much when they want to pray for you. Go and study. If you have somebody that wants to pray for you and using fire, he likely does not have a prayer life. Because people that have inner prayer life, they know that five words is enough. You hear, go and prosper. They will not repeat it. You will step out and begin to prosper. So the more force you generate behind the scene will determine how you will show it outside. Are we together? So if you want to have more victories on the outside, have more victories on the inside. Did you understand? Your private victories determine your public victory. So make sure that world is seasoned with power. Make sure you have seasoned the gospel before saying it. Don't waste people's time. Just say it. And there's something about people that preach the gospel. The Bible says, how, how swift. Swift here yeah, means anytime you are a preacher of the gospel, as long as you preach to somebody, you will be at the right place at the right time. That's one of my secrets. I don't miss opportunities. I kept on saying, I don't miss opportunities. I will just bust into it. I will just find myself doing it. If God is speaking, even if I don't hear, don't worry. You can be going. If you hear, move on. Because by the time you open your eyes, you meet me in your front. How did I get there? They will align me because I'm a preacher of his word. Are we together? Learn to preach the gospel. Learn to tell somebody around about us. It may not be much. Just say it. Just drop it. And learn to pray in tongues. Right? Learn to pray. The Bible says, he said, you speak unto God. He said what? No man understanded him. That means when you speak in tongues, sometimes people don't, they won't understand you. They won't understand. They will feel you are, you are what? Is this person mad? He said, you don't know what you are saying. The Bible says, no man understands him. Eh? He goes, Sale. Eh? He knows Salelia. Glosalelia. Like I was so the man came from a Jewish man. And he said, ah, when he heard them praying tongues, he said, that's Glosalelia. He said, hmm, we don't even know the meaning of Glosalelia. <laughs> Hallelujah. Tell somebody speaking tongues. He said, speak the tongues. Tell somebody speaking tongues. He said, no man understands him. He said, no man understanding. How be it in the spirit, he speaketh what? Mysteries. That means you are speaking sacred truth. Mysteries. Mysteries. So people will now wonder why you spoke and it was as if your word carries fire, carry weight. You spoke mysteries. I discovered that most times spiritual things don't work for us because we don't believe it. Did you hear what I've just said now? The scripture sometimes does not work for us because we don't believe it. Do you believe the scripture? Do you believe it? This is a big question. Do you believe the scripture? 
there are people that believe this script. I remember Bessin Daosa, he said he heard about reason. He heard that when he just read it in the Bible, the way the Bible said, and Jesus rose the dead. And he took his bicycle and was knocking in people's houses. That is there any dead here? The Bible said Jesus rose the dead. If I say I'm a child of God that can raise the dead, oh yeah. You must believe. And a sign that you believe is that you must step out. You must what? Step out. So if you refuse to step out, it's a sign that you don't believe the gospel. You don't. I've gone to pray for the sick several times. I prayed for the dead and they did not rise up. Yes. Second disco, I'll never forget. I don't know why they used to call me. Brokinsley, that's the name of the brother. He just called me. He's a man of God. I saw it in the spirit. I saw you raising the dead. I said, you saw me. They were like, let me see myself. But I followed him down. They took me to the place. I'll never forget. The Lord chose him. <laughs> that was the church arena. So we entered. They showed us one place. They took us inside. Brokinsley wore white, white. Me to have to wear white, white. You know, that moment, remember, you think it is by white. See, white is only a color. I can wear black, black, and operate in the power of God. Hope you know. We went there. We spoke in tongues. Libra. We were sweating like this. We went there. He got to an extent. They came for us. They knocked. They said, brothers, we have tried. God give it. God take it. Let the dead lie. We, we know that God is faithful. Come and be good. <laughs> yeah. So we left. Another one too. MFM. I will never forget. That brother will be telling him, come for prayer. He will say, I'm busy, I'm busy. Brother, I don't know what killed the brother. So I don't know, maybe they brought the brother to church or something. Pastor Sam called me. We gather again. All of us. In the name of... When we pray and nothing happened, all of us had to find a way of encouraging ourselves. One looked at it as we were praying. We saw the body moving like this was rising. Amen. One now continued from there. He said, I saw into the heaven. He was about to come. And Jesus said, oh, no, no, no. He has greater assignment in heaven. Greater assignment. Just leave him. We now say, hmm, hmm, that's true. Very true. Very true. Very true. So we use that to encourage ourselves to escape. So I went to school. I thought, oh, well, at least I've left all these people that are calling me for the dead. I'm now in school. Only one lady came to me. I'll never forget. He says, sir, I know that I have seen the power of God upon your apostle. I have seen it. Yes, you must follow me. I followed her. He said, come and pray. I went and prayed before the woman even died. I prayed. The woman died after prayer. It's painful. I prayed. I know I was the one that went and prayed. She said, no, sir, just come and lay your hands. I lay hands after praying. They just called me that the woman is dead. I was angry. He said, come on. He said, sir, I saw the Lord using you to raise my mother. So my mommy came back to life through you. I said, okay. They took us. We went to mortuary. That was my first time of entry mortuary. I don't know why they even permitted us. <laughs> you know that moment where you are praying that nurse come and stop us. What are you looking for? Go! And they say, hallelujah. I escaped. But they permitted us. I said, okay, okay, you can go in. Huh? We went in. There were other dead people there. Continuing their ears. Some people were looking pale. Different, different aunties and brothers. So they opened, we started praying, Leba Sotopala, Shata, Lekete. I never forget me and Brother Henry. Henry was in that journey. We were together, we started praying. Praying, 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 praying. We prayed, prayed, prayed. Ah, when I pray small, come outside. Ah, that's Gamalin. There's this chemical that they use inside. For Malin, Abi. Hey, Jesus, that thing is beverage. My eyes were so there. I'll come out. Oh, blood of Jesus. I don't run me. I'll go back again. La ba 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 ba. We prayed. I don't know how the nurse now came and saved us. He just came. What are you doing here? How did you even enter? Oh, yeah, come on, come on, come on, come on. Hey, chate, chate, chate. How did they enter? But that was on me now, not to keep on praying. I kept on praying. I've shared this several times. 
Sometimes some preparation is for a season. I didn't know my own brother was going to be a victim. I received a call from school. You are. Now my brother, bro, George, so he said he's dead. My mommy called me. Because I'm like, in my family, I'm like that child they confide in. So she just opened up to me. So I was coming. I did not know where I heard it from. But I heard that one minister of God bought Coke and put it in front. I said, come back and drink this Coke. And it worked. So me too, I bought Coke. I bought what? Coke. So I brought the Coke. Bang. I entered the hospital. It was an India hospital. It's on Saratu Street. I still remember. I, I like making an example so that you know that I, I know what I'm saying. Saratu Street. Those of you that live, Saratu leads to Shaba. That street road. One India, this thing there. So as we got there, my brother was lying down. He already put wood in his ear. Then I went and placed the cook. I said, Brother, in the name of Jesus, come back to life. Immediately my eyes were stunning me. So my brother, my, my, my parents and my sister, they just came and heard me. They said, ah, they were crying. They said, ah, it's okay, it's okay. We know that you are feeling for your brother. I said, no, my brother is coming back to life. I'm applying the word. Come back to life. I called his name. George, come back to life. The third one, George, come back to life. Nothing happened. And I was staring at it like this from afar. <laughs> Something was happening here. Then all of a sudden, I saw his hand move. His hand was moving. Small, small. I said, his hand is moving. They thought I was joking. I say his hand is moving. They came. They saw the hand moving. They quickly called nurse. They rushed him to the world. And that's how my brother came back alive. I did not know that I was being prepared for that season. Never underestimate putting your faith to practice. Never. Never. You don't know when it's going to work sometimes. In fact, sometimes the power of faith is more reflected when you are weak. Did you hear what I've just said? He said, in your weakness, my grace is what is made available. Sometimes when you feel dry is when you should pray more. When you feel unconnected, I don't feel like evangelizing. I'm not fine. It's when you should evangelize more. Because at that moment, you are dead. Christ will be revealed. You have come to the end of yourself. There, the power of God takes over. Prayer is like saving in the bank. All this prayer we are praying is saving somewhere. There is a place called the prayer bank. It's saved. That moment when you need, that's where your prayer stands for you. Prayer will come and say, I'm here. Some of the most powerful miracles I've seen in my life happen when I don't feel led. When I don't even feel as if I'm in the spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The day I prayed for uh, Martha, Margaret, uh, she, Star Margaret here, that when she shared testimony of their uh, small boy that could not walk and started walking. That day, the day I prayed for that boy, I was not fine. I had not prayed for two days. Two days, I had not prayed for two days. I was busy with some things, so I had not prayed. So I was not even in the spirit. I did not feel the Holy Ghost. I did not feel the anointing. In fact, you can ask her, thank God she's here. When I told her, I said, okay, I said, sure, you see, bring the person to MMM. Because I feel MMM. Ah, You get me? MMM is a monthly prayer meeting for those of you that don't know, 12 hours. So I said, I even told her, she's here. Told her that, ah, you bring the person to MMM, Abby. But I wanted to hang off. I said, no. I, have, I know this thing, that the power of God is made available in my weakness. Repeat after me, the power of God is made available in my weakness. So right there, I stretched my hand. I said, where is your brother? I said, he's there. I said, he can't walk, Abby. And I prayed on phone. I said, in the name of Jesus, I command your brother to rise up and walk. And I said, do this, do this. In the name of Jesus, she's there. Send me a message, sir. My brother can now walk. Shout glory. But that was not my strongest moment. That was not my strongest moment. 
If you always wait to be fine to do God's work, you will never do anything. There's this method that goes around. You must be, they'll tell you that what? You, you, must, be, you must be processed. You must, you, must, you must go through this. You must listen to me very well. Sometimes, in fact, most times God wants you to learn in the journey. Most of the things I learned in faith came from the journey. If I had stopped and wait for when I'll become stronger and perfect, I would not be here. I learned faith on this journey. I've shared with you how we moved from Ifako to Peslima. Something happened. We were in the meeting. And then, those of you that were there, in fact, remember, those people that used to, uh, community people that were sharing the hall with us, they busted into the hall, and they were causing noise outside. While I was preaching like this, there was noise going on, and that, my spirit was touched. <laughs> Say, hey! My spirit was touched. Where is the Lord God of Elijah? That moment, I just said, everybody, we are leaving this place by next month. Can you talk like that? There's no money in your account, and you are saying, by this next month, we are owing them 30,000. And I said, next month, we are leaving. We have four weeks to next month. Week one, week two, week three, we left. That faith came from a walk with God. It does not just come from, it came from process. Many of you need to learn to put your faith to work. Tell somebody, put your faith to work. Things happen at home, put your faith to work. Things are not fine at home, put your faith to work. Don't just allow things pass by. Stand up. Your mommy started developing a pain. Lay hands and say, out in the name of Jesus. There are things that you should see as a symptoms and cast it out. All of a sudden, it will start showing on your face. Place your hands, say, go. Even if the stuff did not suppress, say, it's gone. That's how I live my life. Those of you that were here on Sunday saw that there was a kind of a small puncture here. I just lay hands, go. Somebody wants to tell me, ah, this is, mm. the next day, it's gone. I did not have to use anything. The next day, it's gone. There are names for everything. I know. Med medical science has names for everything. If you are smiling too much, medical science has a name for it. You see, why you must use your faith is that it's risky not to live in faith. If you don't live in faith, Satan will give you a faith. You must use your faith. You must put your faith to practice. You wake up, something stung you. Bah, don't just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -mm. I was in Musili. I woke up one day. I was lying on the bed. I felt like a scratch, like a pain on my back. I just lie down back. And I said, maybe it's just this tambulu that just stung me. It was the next day. We were trying to arrange, and I checked. I slept on the scorpion. Scorpion, I, he died on my back. So he stung me before he died. That pain was a scorpion. It could have become something else if I did not believe what I believe in. What do you believe in? Shall glory! I'm telling you, it's too dangerous to live this life without believing God. It's too risky. Go and check many sicknesses that you see in people's life. Cancer, they started with a pain. It's just a symptom. You will see a small pain, like a scratch. And from there, it's becoming bigger. It's becoming bigger. It's becoming bigger. And the next thing, they are calling something that you're going to pay so, so huge amount of money. I believe in medical science. Apply medical science. But if medical science no no answer on that small level, my dear, kill them with faith. Don't just accept anything that comes to your life. Don't. That's how I live. Don't. Don't. Be rugged. As you grow, you can now subscribe small, small. You know what I'm talking about, right? Like, package it with the right things. For example, well, let me say what I'm saying. I remember, okay, there was a time 
Okay, don't let me say it. I drink any water. <laughs> any water. We have drank water. Let me not lie for you. Deeper life camp. I will never forget. Water is scarce everywhere. I don't have money to buy this thing. So it's in tap water. We look, nobody toilet. We open it. We have passed through. I'll come out and lebra hati ababashka. Sanctify in the name of Jesus. When you have money, don't drink toilet water. You know what I'm talking about, right? Amen. They call it choleric. Typhoid. Are you with me? When you have money, you can buy good one. Yeah. You don't have to be. You understand? But learn to use your faith. Eh? <laughs> Did you hear me? Use your faith. Use your faith. Tell somebody, use your faith. Faith practice is something you will need as a child of God. Don't underestimate this little faith practice we do. Don't. Don't. Or else. Hey. Oh. The Bible says, man that is born of a woman. Look at the description. Any man born of a woman. He said what? Is of few days. And those days are full of what? Sorrow. That means there is a curse upon humanity naturally. So if any man being Christ, he's a new creature. So don't live under the curse of humanity. The Bible says Christ became a curse on the cross. For curse is anything that is hanging on the tree or anyone. So it became your curse. That's why you cannot be cursed. He did not catch it. My, my members are in the media units. They are inside this technical room. Hallelujah. Did you hear what I've just said now? Christ has become your cause. That somebody will stand up and say, Ma, shake me for me. Hey, bon? What is shake me for me? They already cursed me. And somebody took the cause and was hanging on the tree with the cause. Spells are causes. They are causes. The English word spell, but they are causes. Witchcraft, they release spell. They are causes. Just believe, I was cursed. I was cursed. Yes, I was. And Christ took it for me. So I'm no longer cursed. I'm a blessing. Say, I'm a blessing. Listen, why you must say it is that there is a spirit that works with some people. I've studied this thing. Anywhere they enter, things scatter. Things go upside down. Some are family-wise. You see every member of the family, nothing works for them. You must consciously check yourself out of it. If you don't, it's too dangerous. The fate of this world or the fate of all that will replay in your life. You have to break out. I'm a different person. I'm a blessing. I am blessed. Doors are open for me. Shall glow, right? Amen. You must believe it. This thing I'm teaching you is my life. I have seen it. It's my life. There is a mindset I carry. I know what I'm telling you. This thing is very real. What kind of mindset do you carry? What kind of mindset do you carry? Are you with me? There are people here that carry a mindset of not good enough. There are people that carry a mindset of not good enough. They feel they are not good enough. Because they feel that not good, being good, is connected to maybe their physique, their physical look, or their life experiences. 
Listen to me very well. Let me share you a mystery that the Lord taught me. The Lord said, one day I was praying and the Lord said, did you know the gate has a child? I said, yes. And he asked me one question. That what did the gate's child did to be born by the gate? Nothing. She was just born. The Lord said, why did you think you need to do something for my grace, my auction to rest upon you? The Lord said, first accept it. The Lord asked me, do you know the meaning of the word for as many as received it? To them he gave right to become sons of God. Do you know the meaning of sonship? Do you know what it means that God loves you? Do you know it? You didn't do anything. He loved you. He accepted you. The same way you can envy Dangote's child. She didn't do anything. She was just born into it. That's the same way God, God's love is extended toward you. You were born into it. When you accept Jesus into your life, you are, you are his child. But most of the greatest problem is that we don't even believe that we are God's children. If you believe, you begin to change your reality. Are you with me? You change it by taking step of faith. You change it by confessing the word of God. I kept on saying to myself, I refuse to be poor. Many of you don't know what poverty looks like. I know it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. So I know you must believe it. And if you believe it, you must talk like it. If you talk like it, you must behave like it. If you behave like this, you must walk toward it. You must look for everything the opposite. If you say you refuse to be poor, rich people, how did they think? What did they know? How did they package themselves? It begins, some of you that day, your dressing will start changing because you have believed the truth. Everything about your life will begin to change because your mind has been affected. And your words too must. So if you are in the room, somebody is saying, we the poor people. Uh -uh. No. That I don't have now does not mean I'm poor. It's two different things. Money is a value. Money is a value. You became it. The Bible says Christ became poor. Let's check it. So that we might be what? Rich. Have you believed it? Hallelujah. Can we say thank you, Jesus? Do you believe the word of God? Then I show you the last way. Walk toward it. What did I say? Many of you don't know. Listen, I discovered this about God. In my gentle walk with God, I discovered that God has prepared wealth for you, blessings for you. But sometimes he wants to see if you are going to take steps. The problem is that many of us are waiting. Let God's money come and meet me where I am. That's why we don't get rich. That's why we remain poor. Because when God said, I've done it for you, you have to walk toward it. The Bible said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. But the Lord is with me. Why didn't he say, I'm not going anywhere. I will sit down in my room. Sometimes you have to walk. You have to walk. That means, as you are walking toward it, as a child of God, sometimes opportunities will come. Jobs will come. And those jobs sometimes might not look like the future. They don't have a higher pay. The Holy Spirit will say, go. Go and do it. You are like, no, I will wait until the fullness. Mm. Because as you take a step there, sometimes God is sending you there to take a contact. 
You must understand that I am sent. They send me. In that place, one day, somebody will just come. And the contact you have met might be one contact. One. One contact. And that's where your whole life will revolve around. That one contact is the one that will tell somebody about you tomorrow. And God said, I sent you there because of that one contact. But if you sit down and say, I will wait till the money come. Lord, this job is just 35,000, just 40,000 era. I, you told me I'm going to work in millions. I need 200. My dear, you'll be poor. People like that, later they are the one that blames God. They say, God, you spoke to me. It never came to pass. God said, but I sent a what? A coverage to you. I sent a train to you to take you there, but you never responded. Walk toward it. Take a step of faith. The person telling you is a name. I, I, I have lived my life through experience. And I've seen God. That's why I can tell you I am grateful. I was in 100 level. I will never forget. I entered the 100 level. I told you guys how my parents house got burnt. There was nothing. So the, during our initiation, they punished us. They said we should all go and get 100 mangoes. I have not seen food to eat. Where did I want to get the mango? And it was dry season. Where there is nothing. And I remember that day I left that place. I said, God, I don't even have the money. Let's say I want to pay. Because some people were paying huge amount of money to bribe their way out. As I was going, I just began to pray in the spirit. Then as I was pressed, I entered a bush. As I wanted to urinate, there was one mango tree inside the bush where I was. And that mango tree is the only mango tree that was producing in that season. As I stood behind it, I was urinating. As I look up, the ideas. I just said, ah, what if I make business with it? The next day, very early, I went there, plug it, fill it inside bags. I went to meet my classmates. You need mango, I can supply. They said, how much? I said, I can give you four, four hundred naira. Some said, let's make it three, three hundred. I said, no problem. I was supplying mangoes. And that was how I gathered the money for that season. Mango. That was God's provision. If you don't have an eye to see the hand of God, you will say, God, you did not show up for me. Shebi is one mango that helped me. Who told you one mango? <laughs> Are we getting blessed? You just sit down there and be waiting. Mango came up. And after the mango season went, there was no more mango again. I said, Lord, what is the way? Then immediately, I just noticed in my class, they'll be complaining that my phone is spoiled. My phone is spoiled as I saw it. I remember that before I came, I learned how to repair phone. I said, okay, I can repair phone. Even when I'm not good, I collected it. I'll come to Lagos here. Go and meet people that can repair it. Add money, add my transport, calculate everything, remove it. That was God's survivor. That was part of the journey. And that season, that was what kept me. Every season, I can tell you, something was keeping me. The hand of God was showing. In another season, a man, I came to dairy farm to greet them, and a woman woke up to me. He said, I like you. You used to do drama, Abby. Come and be teaching my children drama. And that was how they employed me. So I used to leave UI to come and teach the children drama. And they will give me like 20,000 after like three days. That season, that pushed me. I was surviving with that money. For long, until another door opened. Doors kept on opening, and I kept on tracing it. If you don't know how to trace the hand of God, you will miss it. Anytime the brook stops bringing out water, the woman of Zarephath is waiting for you. You get what I'm saying? When the ravens stop bringing food, just know that there is a woman of Zarephath waiting for you. It's because God has opened another door. Have you seen it? 
that door will not come your way. Sometimes you need to humble yourself and say, let me take a step first. I'm confused, but I will move first. I'm not clear, but Lord, I will move. Let me just move. Let me just start first. If it is not your way, I will go. I will return, but let me start first. And as you take a step, you will now see that God has already created a way for you. You have been struggling because you have refused to respond to God's leading. This is why people suffer. And this thing, you will pray. Prayer will not do it. Because every prayer will be making you to repeat this thing. You will back to that place again. After prayer, you will find yourself back again. The same opportunity is opening again. You are repeating circle, repeating season. You will fast 40 days dry. God will bring you back. Even if you do retreat, they will bring you back. Learn to move. Learn to start. Take step of faith. Take step. Don't mix with opportunity. Don't misuse it. Every, every season of your life, you should be moving forward. Never be stopped and be saying nothing. No! Move, Lord. Where do I move? I tell people something very simple. If you are waiting for God, maybe God says something or you needed clarity and it's not coming. Go and keep on, go and get yourself busy. Go and do your thing. He's God. He will come back for you. Don't go and sit down and say, God, I'm waiting. He knows you are lazy. Get busy. There are other things to do. Keep on doing it. When he's ready for you, we come for you. Say, son, oh yeah, let's, this, where do we stop? Let's continue from there. That's why he's called God. Sometimes we, we will sit down, hey, Lord, when will you remember? You will suffer. In fact, when the time comes, your life is not like the life of, thank you, Holy Spirit. Like the sower that was giving one seed, you went and buried it. Lord, Lord, it's not enough, I'm waiting. How long? As I'm teaching, I told you, billionaires are going to be raised here. It's the secret. It's a secret. Ideas will come. Sometimes those ideas will look demeaning. That's why you must humble yourself. A brother is coming. He's going to share his life story with us. He's going to share it. I'm bringing it for a great cover. He's one of us. That's the brother I told you was sharing testimony with me. He said he came here as he was here. Somebody finished service here. And as he was here, as he was praying, all that came to him, the Lord told him, go and do God's business. He's, he said he just came. He said, you mean me? After my certificate, I'll go and stand and have the shop and be filling gas. The Lord said, hey, start there. He said, I went. As he went, the Lord gave him another advanced idea on how to go about it. And as he went and do that thing, before you know, just a year before he will come back here, he has a car. God has expanded him. Everything begins to align. The question is, are you ready to obey God? Or your ego is, is seated on the right hand of your destiny? Who will live today? Sometimes some of you are here, what is killing you is your ego. They owe me. They owe you. Continue. They owe you is not living that level. They owe me. How will they owe me go and sit in front of a shop and get a non-num? Continue. How will they owe me go and teach primary school? Continue. They owe you. Life is going. Opportunity is going. Seasons are passing. Contact are passing. See, one of the strongest things here is contact. Sometimes God is taking you through those phases to receive contact. He has nothing to do with the job. He, he has a whole lot to do with people you are going to meet. Hi. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. So I refuse to miss opportunities. See, this thing I'm teaching you, if you follow it, I can tell you, next two years, there will, there will be millionaires here. I know what I'm saying. I know what I'm saying. Be open to ideas. Be open. Lord, I'm open to ideas. Have so many ideas that the only thing that is left is prayer. Lord, they are here. Sometimes if God wants to bless you, what do you have? You don't have anything. Check. You have not even seen the big picture. So if he give you money, you will waste it. Have plenty. And start taking the one you can take steps. Lord, show me business. If the Lord said, go into POS. POS, Lord, no problem. How do, where do I start? How do I start? The problem, you know what? Look at, thank you, Lord. The Lord just brought something to my spirit. This is some people's problem. Lord, I don't have money. And somebody by the side has POS that he's not using. Go and borrow. Think, do business. I will use your POS and I will give you this percentage. Selfishness is the reason why some people will never rise. They always want to have the whole money. Some people pride. Ah, there's an interview. Why are you not going? I'm not going because I don't have transport. You'll be poor. You have people around you. You can't call somebody and say, borrow me money. I will give you back when I receive this job. Borrow me money. Borrow me 2000 And by the time you go there, you just go there. And you will now discover that the manager is somebody, somebody that knows you. And he said, daddy, encore. We share, man, worry. Don't worry. You have received the job. They will promote you and you have double. You will come back and say, I say you should give me 2000 Take 20000 These are principles that people are not, they just, some people just relax. Everything must come and meet them. Food must enter their mouth. Never be comfortable. Never be comfortable. I'm raising billionaires. Are we blessed today? Is somebody blessed? Challenge yourself. Challenge yourself. Challenge yourself. Add value. Nobody is unimportant. Nobody. Pushing. Sometimes I wish I can borrow you my mind. I wish I can. There are many ideas in this head. People used to reach me for consultancy. The person said, you don't know that part of me. People used to reach me for consultancy. I would say, do this, do this, do this. And they like, it worked. Oh, how? Because it did yet. Don't worry. Eh? <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm standing here this morning meeting again to challenge somebody to respond to little leadings, no matter how small it is. Just follow God. Trust God. Tell yourself, I will not be lazy. Keep moving and you will testify. Have you been blessed today? I thought somebody would stand up and shout, glory!